Was it a great workout? No. Was it a full workout? No, but I still did something and I felt good after the fact. And now it makes getting back, quote unquote, back on track even easier. Because I'm usually of the mindset of like, I'm not going to work out on vacation. I'm not going to strength train on vacation because I'm active. I'm doing all these other things, which I am. But in this situation, I like I just I needed that. That was 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 best for me in that situation. And it was available to you, so it was available to me. And I was looking forward to seeing the equipment. The equipment kind of sucked, but whatever. Um, <laughs> it, wasn't, it didn't suck. It was just very basic. Yeah, but it, was, it was a fucking cruise ship, so I'm not complaining. But lots lots of treadmills. They 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 fill it up with treadmills. Oh they, yeah, why do they? They always fill it up with cardio equipment. Yeah. Of course, the views, the views of with the treadmills are incredible, right? You're right in the front of the ship. So you got everything right in front of you. So I get that, but uh, it'd be nice to see some more strength training equipment for sure. Especially because everybody was using strength training equipment. Not many people were using the, tr the, the treadmills, which was really cool. Welcome to Cut the Crap with Beth and Matt, the world's number one no bullshit health and fitness podcast. Are you ready to cut the crap with your diet and exercise, get strong as fuck, and build a healthy relationship with food? Then you've come to the right place. Let's, Let's go. go. If you'd like to support us in the podcast, join our Patreon where you get exclusive content, which consists of monthly workouts you can do at home or at the gym, monthly challenges that are either strength, habit, or mindset-based, and access to over 100-plus low-calorie, high-protein, family-friendly meals. These are all designed by a professional chef who is certified in nutrition. These recipes are already in my fitness pal for easy fucking tracking. New recipes are also added each week. We believe that fitness is for everyone. So this is our way of getting you started on your health and fitness journey at a price most everyone can afford. So what the fuck are you waiting for? We'll see you in the Patreon. All right, Nerdle. What's going on, my friend? What's up, Nerdle? I haven't seen you or spoken to you in a while, so... Yeah. We're going to do a little catch up here, you guys. Yeah, for sure. A little catch up is is needed. I have been traveling a lot, so I've been away. Um, so everything's been a little bit crazy. And I know things have been crazy for you as well, Beth. So how's life? How is life? Let's see. It's coming down to the wire for my speaking event. That is in like, fuck, four or five weeks. I don't know. So I'm almost done with my, I'm actually done with my slides and I'm ready. I'm ready to go, which is- fuck yeah fucking impressive for my for me for your procrastinator <laughs> yeah and, and that's why i had to set deadlines and meetings and the, that's what got me to finish this stuff so the only thing i need to do is really get my pre-presentation ready i'm going to write that out and that that'll just be memorized whatever it's just going to be what it is but but then i have to like record myself to make sure it's in the right amount of time and there's just like different things that I've learned that you do when you're a speaker. It's like, you have to actually focus on making eye contact with people. And then like you focus on another person and it's like another person. Then it's like, you should be standing on the left of your slides, not the right. Cause people read left to there's all these things that I would never have thought about. Yeah. And like hand gestures, like your hands shouldn't be like by your side the whole time. You should be like, I talk with my hands. So that's good. Yeah. Don't be like, don't be like Ricky Bobby on Talladega nights. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> exactly. So just that kind of stuff, just being more comfortable, which I'm literally going to start out my speaking saying with, this is my first time. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing and that's okay. So whenever we do something new, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. So that's going to be my intro. <laughs> that's great. That perfectly epitomizes what you're all about. And what I'm basically going to be talking about, like people that are scared to make social media, scared to make content because they don't know what other people are going to be thinking. It's like everyone has a fucking first time. You just do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, do it messy. Exactly. Take messy action. So there's that. We are, we just hired another coach and are looking for another coach. So I have like 10 or 11 coaches on my team soon, which is nuts. Yeah, that's incredible. You're really, you're really, your business is booming and, and your social media platforms are, are continuing to blow up, which is awesome to see. How's that? How do you feel about all that with the, the, the social media stuff in particular? I know, of course, you want, we want to grow the business, but social media that comes with a whole new can of worms, right? Yeah, I was actually, I just had a discussion with this with Hunter because I had a little bit of a nervous breakdown which I do quarterly, it seems like. <laughs> and also, cause I just did Ethan Soupley's podcast and I'm, I'm just getting asked to do things. I'm kind of sick of leveling up every day of my life. If that makes sense. Like I'm, I'm continuously doing something hard and then something else harder comes along and I'm like, can I catch a fucking break? It, it's all good. But at the same time, I don't want to lose myself. 
Does that make any sense? I was like, I just don't want to become this person that doesn't answer her DMs anymore. Or he's like, but at some point that's going to be happening. He's like, do you think Tony Robbins answers his DMs? I'm like, I don't care about Tony Fuck Robbins Tony if Robbins. he answers his fucking DMs or not. <laughs> that's what I said. I was like, but I don't want to be that person. I don't yeah. want someone else answering my DMs because I'm too busy to answer my DMs. I'm a people person. I love coaching. And the hard part about it is I'm already not coaching one-on-one. I'm more like coaching a team. And so answering questions in my DMs and doing that stuff is kind of a way of that I'm still coaching. So I don't know. It's a really interesting. Well, I know you, you just said like you're kind of getting tired of leveling up. But here's like you can say no, right? You can you can say no to these things. You can, but then why would you? <laughs> Your own sanity. Yeah, true. True. I do have a choice. You're right, Matt. Fuck. You do. That's what we tell people, right? We, yeah. we can say no. We don't have to say yes to everything. That's what gets myself into trouble, saying yes to everything, which I'm, wor- I'm working on. How was your cruise? Oh, it was awesome. I don't know if I'm sold on cruises. Like, I'll never go on a solo cruise, I don't think. It was fun to spend some time with my family. And of course, I did it with my son, which is really what this was all about. Yeah. But it's way too many fucking people. Like, my happy place is still in isolation on the mountain. 3,000 people on a floating Petri dish in the middle of the ocean. Eh, it was fun, but it was very over- exhausting and overwhelming. You don't have any privacy, no time to think to yourself. So that, that, was, <laughs> that was a struggle. So like I needed a vacation, a, a mental break from, from my vacation. Yeah. And I'm not complaining. It was, it was a fucking awesome time. Riker had the time of his life, which is oh, really good. what matters. That's what it's about. We did a bunch of island hopping. We, since we were in the Virgin Islands, we did. We visited. We did Tortola and Barbados and Antigua, Saint Lucia, Saint Thomas, Saint Martin. I feel like I'm missing another island in there. We didn't do Saint John, no. Oh, um, which I was bummed about. Yeah, that's the, that's the only one I've been on is Saint John. Well, Saint Thomas to Saint John, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You would think Saint Thomas, Saint John, you would do, but if like we had more time, Saint, because when we were on Saint Thomas, that was our shortest um, excursion day that we had. Mm, I gotcha. It was great. New beach every day. The, the white sand beaches, beautiful waters. Beaches, uh, one of my happy places for sure. Made some great memories with Riker. We did this. It was our both of our favorite moment experience from the trip on Saint Martin. We rented ATVs, four wheelers, with our group. And we got to explore the island there. So what's really cool about St. Martin is half the half the island is Dutch owned and half the um, island is French owned. So you got best of both worlds there. So we spent like four hours exploring this, uh, the island and that was his favorite moment. And that, that was really cool. It was a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah. My, I was supposed to do some scuba diving when I was in St. Thomas, which I was really looking forward to, but I got fucking canceled the night before due to wells, which really kind of grinded my gears a little bit because when we were in St. Thomas then the next day we went to the beach where we were supposed to be diving and we see the fucking company out there with people diving and I'm like ah. what the fuck you assholes like did you just not want to take us or did the conditions change or what so that so that so that kind of pissed me off but I'm not I, I didn't get too upset about it because something could have changed maybe the conditions did, did improve um, but it would have been nice if they had let us know but like hey by the way we can do this now so instead we just did we 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 went on tour of the city and visited a beach for a while which was still cool but uh, I'm happy to be home I, it was self-imposed I did it to myself but I, I don't like traveling I love traveling but I don't like being on consecutive trips like that and I don't like being gone for that long like that either gone for eight home for four and gone for another seven essentially yeah yeah it was fucking whew. i was like god damn i feel like i haven't seen mountain forever yeah for sure <laughs> i felt that way about everything like i felt like i was losing touch like because when i was in honduras i still worked but then when yeah. i was on this this cruise i was more intentional with my downtime i did i hardly worked i didn't post on social media because i needed the break and of course, now that I'm going to be back on social media, I'm sure I have to, every time I start getting momentum going with social media, I take a break or, or something and I just brings me back to square one. So at this point, I'm, I'm, I'm like, whatever, I'm not going to stress about it. So yeah, you can't stress about it. You just continue. Yep. Just continue. So yeah, that's it. I'm sure the internet service was, I know when I was in St. John, we had no internet. I was kind of nice. Verizon would be happy to charge me $10 a day to, yeah. to, to roaming service on each island. I did buy the internet package on the cruise ship with the intention of like, hey, I'm going to work like 30 to 60 minutes every morning. I only did that like one morning, overestimated. And I was spreading myself too thin and I, I found myself stressing about it. And I was like, I'm on fucking vacation. I'm just not going to work. So I took my own advice there. <laughs> How was your transition back? 
It's been great. It's been good. Just kind of picking back up and getting into things, really. That is something I kind of want to talk about, too, is because I actually worked out a little bit on this trip. I hit, I hit the cruise ship gym twice last week, which was, which was really cool because I hadn't really been strength training the month of January with everything I had going on. But I didn't have anything else going on those days. And so I just hit the gym. Like I felt like going to the gym and getting a workout in. And I feel like that served me well getting back to it this week, getting back into my routine. I already have some momentum going behind me. Was it a great workout? No. Was it a full workout? No. But I still did something and I felt good after the fact. And now it makes getting back, quote unquote, back on track even easier. Because I'm usually of the mindset of like, I'm not going to work out on vacation. I'm not going to strength train on vacation because I'm active. I'm doing all these other things, which I am. But in this situation, I, like I just, I needed that. That was, was was best for me in that situation. And it was available to you, so. It was available to me. And I was looking forward to seeing the equipment. The equipment kind of sucked, but whatever. Um, <laughs> it wasn't going to suck. It was just very basic. Yeah. But it was a fucking cruise ship, so I'm not complaining. But lots, lots of treadmills. They, they, they fill it up with treadmills. Oh, they, yeah. Why do they, they always fill it up with cardio equipment. Yeah. Of course, the views, the views of with the treadmills are incredible, right? You're right in the front of the ship. So you got everything right in front of you. So I get that, but uh, it'd be nice to see some more strength training equipment for sure. Especially because everybody was using strength training equipment. Not many people were using the, the, the treadmills, which was really cool. And I bet you can walk around the cruise ship anyway. Oh yeah, for sure. God, I was so active on the cruise ship. Yeah, that's it's huge. You Walking from one restaurant to another, one bar to another, one event to another. Not only that, but the stairs. Like me and Riker took the stairs almost every single time. We timed our we were we stayed on the fifth floor and the, the food hall was up on 17. So we timed ourselves. It took us two minutes to walk up the 12 flights of stairs. Wow. Compared to waiting 10 minutes for a fucking elevator to go that same amount of time. But people people would gladly wait. People People would were, would wait for the elevator every single fucking time. I'd go up top and there's I come I go up top, grab whatever ever I needed to, and then I walk back down the stairs and they're still there waiting. I'm like, oh my god, what are you fucking doing? You're wasting so much time. Move you're your ass. Yeah, move your ass. Like, I know you're on vacation. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't care about wasting your time. But I could tell they were agitated. They were frustrated by having to wait. So fucking walk the stairs then next time. My god. Like I walked so many, so many flights of stairs. I'm sorry, but if you have an able body, that's just fucking laziness in my eyes. Honestly, if you can move your ass, you should be doing it. If you have an able-bodied, yes. If you're not dis disabled, then you should be doing that. There's really no excuse. You're going to wait 10 minutes for an elevator when you could have walked two minutes to do the same. No, 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 no. That's where we're going wrong. That's where people That's are going. the problem. <laughs> yes. Convenience, right? We did it in fucking convenience is killing you. Yeah. Things being easy uh, are, are what's derailing people, making it harder for people. Those 50, 60 flights of stairs I did every day, that's a lot of calories. That's that's a lot of energy. That's 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 a good little workout in itself. That's your neat. That's your overall part of your daily activity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. And when I ate, I still I still continued the good habits of going on a walk after I ate. Usually, usually after I ate, the walk would really just be walking back to my room or walking to the next event or whatever that we were doing. Because we were just walking from one end of the ship to another, usually most of the time. Or so out on the beaches and things like that. So yeah, it was great. Nice. Glad to have you back. Thanks. I'm glad to be back. Glad to be podcasting, shooting the shit with you here. Same. Yeah. So we were wanting to talk about being consistent, how, how to be consistent when life is kicking you in the dick, essentially. <laughs> when life is hard, when life is crazy. <laughs> I, I can relate. I, might, I feel like life has been kicking me in the dick only because there's so much shit going on like all day long, like a meeting or right now that we have our challenge. This morning, speaking of trying to be consistent, I set my alarm for 5 a.m. because I'm like, okay, if I don't get my workout in this morning that early, then I'm not going to be able to do it. Because I had a meeting with Hunter at 945 and then every, it goes from there. And so, of course, the alarm went off and I haven't been up that early in a while purposely. And I snoozed it and then I got up at seven and I'm like, all right, you can actually go to the gym. You still have a few hours. So I'm like, okay, Mike, can you take Johnny to school? I will get his breakfast and all and his lunch ready. So I did that. And then I get in my car and in the it's on fucking E like red, like past the point, like I made it to the, the gas station. But I, at that point, I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> I, it's like, it, usually it, it could go either way. Like, you know what? Fuck it. I need gas. I'm not going to go. Like, I don't have, like, I don't have time to do this, but I did, but I wasn't able to finish my workout and that's okay because something is better than nothing. 
and I was able to get the three first three exercises done and I skipped the last two. No big deal. At least I did it. But that's where you have to be okay with something. Well, I'm glad you didn't run out of gas uh, yeah. all the way. Uh, that is a nerve wracking fucking moment, isn't it? Like completely. Yeah. Because I've done that a couple of times recently when I like leave to go pick my son up from school and 45 minutes away and it's a rural drive the entire right. way. Oh, fuck. I really messed up. <laughs> yeah. Plus my car was on, was running in the driveway on E. So I'm like, okay, am I going to make it to the fucking gas station? Let's just do this. <laughs> it worked out. And I can kind of relate to that too. Just this morning, I I had the same something is better than nothing approach this morning. I it was it's a beautiful day here in Ohio. It's like thirty five degrees. We we haven't gotten fucking anything for snow pretty much this year, or when we have it's melted. And the sun is out right now. I was like, man, I really want to go for a run. I really wanted to just enjoy the sunshine, go for a nice little walk or run. But I'm still I'm battling this cold, and my my chest is congested and scratchy and sore. And I'm hawking up along it constantly. And like, no, I don't think running is going to be great for me right now. So what I did instead is I just went on my normal walk. So I wanted to run. Didn't think that was best for me. I listened to my body and I went for the walk instead. So I did the same thing. Something is better than nothing there. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. And that's, and, and I wanted to make a whole post about it as well. And I'm glad that we're doing a podcast about it because that is where so many people are going wrong, right? They can't do the full thing that they committed to or that they wanted to in this perfect world or this perfect scenario that they created for themselves. So it becomes paralyzing at that, at that point, or oh, I can't do it. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. Then it becomes a cycle. Yeah, it's a fucking cycle. It's like, okay, and then you stop that one workout and then, okay, you, you skip the next one and suddenly you haven't worked out in three months. Exactly. So it's like, you really just have to be okay. You got to keep momentum going however you can. Yeah. It's not going to be easy. It's, it's a total mind fuck with your own self all the time. <laughs> like having these, having these conversations with yourself. It's It's a constant fucking conversation you're having. It really you, is. You're constantly having to call yourself out on your own bullshit all the time. Even us as coaches, we're having to do that because we, we, we're only human. We, we, we will try to justify anything if we allow ourselves. Oh, for sure. It's like, I, in the car, all right, Beth, you can be a fucking lazy bitch and sit here and, and sulk that you have to go get gas and you have only this amount of time or are you just going to fucking do it? Just fucking do it. All right, let's go. Like you're literally talking to myself like that. Do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. For sure. And that's a, that was a common theme that we that I noticed in the, our challenge that we just did. So you just started a challenge and ours just wrapped up. Um, it en ended on Monday, um, especially be towards the beginning of the 30 day challenge where people were freaking out about they panic. They panic. Yes. Yeah. They're freaking out about the high nutrition goals that we set for them, or they're freaking out because their, their workout plan had three or four days a week and they only made it to the gym, quote unquote, only made it to the gym one or two times that week instead. And it's like, you guys, that's okay. We're in week one. We're in week two here. This is already more than you were doing prior to this. Right. You're not supposed to overhaul your entire life. Yes. It's going to take time. It's going to take months and consistent of doing those in years. People are so used to overhauling everything and that's why they can't be consistent. Mm -hmm. And your challenge that you're doing, I think is a consistency, healthy habits challenge. It's just a consistency. Yeah, it's a consistency challenge. We do give them calorie and protein and fiber goals, but also those aren't mandatory. They have workouts. They're not mandatory. This is just something, if you guys want to do this, great. This is your kind of like outline, but they go into it thinking that, oh my God, I have to get this and I have, no, no one said that. You got to meet yourself where you're at. For sure. I was just on a, a coaching consultation yesterday with somebody. She was like, she was ready to do the program, ready to do the program. But she's like, I just need a day or two to think about it. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what do you need to think about? She's like, well, I just need to mentally prepare myself to be 100% and do everything that your program entails. I'm like, no, no. Okay, let's talk about this. Right? We broke it down. And I was like, why do you think you need to be all in to do something? Right? I'm not asking you to be all in. I'm asking you to just fucking show up and start doing something with me. Yes. So I was able to talk her off that ledge a little bit and, and she came on board with us. But like, those are the things that we tell ourselves. Like, oh, I, I just need to convince myself that I just need to be 100% in. I just need a couple of days to think about it. And during, during, the, during those couple of days of thinking about it, what's going to happen? You're going to convince yourself. You're going to talk yourself out of it. You're going you're gonna to paralyze yourself with stress and anxiety and feel overwhelmed. And then you're not going to do anything. Exactly. You just got to do it. It's like, you don't have to go to the grocery store and get everything on our, on our grocery, healthy grocery list. That's what people think. I literally, okay, I'm starting on Monday. Let's go to the grocery store. Let's get all these things. But you know what? That's, that's just not how it works. You, 
you may not even like all those things. You have to, this is how you build your lifestyle that you can stick to. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Your lifestyle, the key word there, your yes. lifestyle, not Beth's lifestyle, not, not my lifestyle, not any of our coaches' lifestyles. It's They've got to create that lifestyle for themselves. We can show them, we can guide them and support them along the way, but they still have to find that for themselves. As a parent, our days are filled with joy, challenges, and countless memories of connection. And let's be real here. More often than not, chaos can feel downright unavoidable. And in those moments, maintaining our peace and well-being are absolutely crucial. And you should know by now that I love talking about all things mindfulness. So this message is for all you mindful parents out there seeking a natural path to tranquility and presence. Cured Nutrition understands the unique stressors we face every day. Whether it's waking up early to take the kids to school or playing taxi as you shuttle everyone from practice to practice, let's not forget that you still have your daily responsibilities with your own career. That's why they created their Serenity Gummies, your go-to ally in managing the complexities of parenthood with ease. These gummies aren't just a treat. They're a blend of science-backed, health-supporting ingredients like full-spectrum cannabinoids, ashwagandha, reishi mushroom, and L-theanine. Each ingredient is chosen for its ability to support your physical, mental, and emotional sense of calm. Now imagine unwinding from the day's hustle with a natural alternative to alcohol, helping you to improve your presence, mindfulness, and overall well-being. Now oftentimes we turn to alcohol as a way to alleviate stress, but take it from someone that has a long look at his relationship with alcohol. That really only makes things worse. The Serenity Gummies offer a more holistic tool to have in your arsenal so that you can feel good about feeling good. I personally enjoy the passion fruit flavor. It's sweet with some kind of an earthy undertone. I'm no expert when it comes to tasting things. I just know what works for me, what tastes good. In addition to that, each gummy is precisely dosed to guide me to my happy place. Now, Cured Nutrition is offering an exclusive 20% off discount just for our listeners when you purchase Serenity Gummies. Visit www.curednutrition.com slash CTC and use coupon code CTC at checkout. That's C-U-R-E-D nutrition.com slash CTC, coupon code CTC to embrace a state of relaxation and balance. Remember, protecting your peace is just one gummy away. Now take a moment for yourself and find serenity in the midst of life's whirlwind moments. Because you, as a parent, deserve to support your well-being and do something for yourself so you can continue serving others like the badass that you are. Protect your peace and pop a gummy. All right. Well, what else is new, Beth? Oh, what else is new? My son got his fourth stripe last night at jiu-jitsu. So that was cool. I'm glad I saw that. So that means that the next time he will get a new belt. Great belt. I'm not familiar with the belts in uh, jiu-jitsu, but what's that like? I don't really know, actually. Only reason I know that he will get a gray belt is because his friend Sam got the gray belt last night. And I'm like, okay, so that's the next one. <laughs> got, it. got it. Other than that, I have no fucking clue, Matt. Sure. It's all good. I just, I just know that it made him happy, but also he was comparing himself to his friend Sam who got a gray belt. Got it. So I'm like, honey, you started later than Sam. Okay. Sam has been doing this for a few months before you. That's, you got to work up to that. That's just how it is. You can't look at what he's doing, what he got and get upset. You just got a stripe tonight. You should be happy that you got your fourth stripe. That's huge. So yeah, it starts early with this comparing shit. Not even taking a moment to appreciate the thing, the awesome thing that he just did. He was like, I'm trying not, I'm trying to be happy and not upset. I'm like, <laughs> you, you should be super happy. You got a stripe. You've been talking about your fourth stripe, but you're already taking that away from you because your friend Sam got a gray belt. Mm -hmm. Does that sound familiar? Anyone listening? <laughs> I, I'm raising my hand. <laughs> Absolutely. I got a, a comment on, on Facebook this morning as well, that kind of along those lines in a way about not acknowledging the progress and the victories that we've made. Because I put up a, a post on my Facebook this morning, just like I just asked people, what are you, what are you struggling with? One person said that they're disappointed that a dry 2024 only has produced a weight loss of eight pounds. I'm stuck. Eight pounds in 2024. Okay. So that, yeah, that's like five weeks in. So that's more than more than a pound a week. So so I said, like, let's quite simply, eight pounds in a month is incredible progress. And then also, what about the health benefits of not drinking? Your energy level, sleep, stress. Like, how how are you feeling stuck right now when you've done you've cut out 
the one thing in your life that can have a huge impact on your health and you're feeling stuck and you're not happy with the progress that you're making and you've lost eight pounds on top of that. That's fucking phenomenal. We are so quick to just dismiss the accomplishments that we've made. And that was one common theme that I saw in our challenge too. And I'm probably, you're, you've probably seen this, you've ran a couple of challenges at this point, but we're so quick to just dismiss everything. Like ours, it's not a weight loss challenge that we're doing and neither is yours. Yeah. We don't like weight loss challenges. It's also like, so why are you putting so much on like a weight? So what about your health and the, how you feel? And it's like, if you're waiting to be happy to have that perfect number on the scale. Let me just tell you, when you hit that number, you're going to feel the fucking same. Okay. You're going to be still searching for more because you're not satisfied enough. Been there, done that. You got to search within. I got, I had the dream body, the, the ideal body that I thought I was, that I thought I would be happy at. I still was miserable because I didn't do the work, the internal work that, that actually mattered. Oh yeah. That's the mindset, the, the behaviors. That's the most important. Yeah, it absolutely is your mental health throughout it all. I would love to talk about that message that you got from, is it a client, a past client, a past client, right? Yeah. So it's this client of mine. She did our mindful eating program with us. And then she did one-on-one coaching with me for six months. So she worked with us for nine months and then she just came back and she just did our challenge with us as well. So she just wrapped that up and she sent me a fucking message this morning and it upset me and I had to send it to you right away. This woman, she said, hi, Matt, I started a new job in November, so I needed to switch my doctor. I met with my new doctor today, and she actually suggested suggested I let myself become diabetic so I can go on Ozempic to lose weight and practice intermittent fasting. I just listened. I just listened. But the whole time she was talking, I was thinking, oh, I can't wait to tell Matt about this. I couldn't believe it. That is insane. Yeah, I can't believe it. Like, that is insane. We are we. I would actually report that doctor, to be honest. That sounds like something that's you're going to tell a client to get diabetes, which it is that's like a fucking medical malpractice. Uh, honestly. But this is what we're this is what we're afraid of and concerned with with Ozempic, right? Like we now we have medical professionals telling you to get diabetes so that you can get on a drug. Diabetes is nothing to fuck around with. No. But that's insane. That, but this woman has proven that she can do it. She lost 20 pounds with us. 30 pounds with us. I don't remember the exact numbers, but she can do it. It's not like she can't. Ooh. And, the, and this is the brand new doctor too. This brand new doctor didn't know shit about her. And right. they're just, oh, just fucking just continue to gain weight so you can get diabetes. So you can get the help that you need at that point. Wow. With a drug. We're supposed to be helping them with prevention. <laughs> <laughs> not, not just continue to destroy your health so that it gets bad enough. So then insurance will pay for help. That's, that's fucking crazy to me. That is, that's the crazy shit I've heard in a while. Yeah, I agree. And this is where, where we've kind of talked about with these things being abused. Right. And I don't know that we've probably been talking about Ozempic for the better part of a year now on this podcast, but we saw, we've seen these types of things coming with people using these as a crutch, as a, as a, a, I hate to say it, but as as an excuse or a, a way to Get the results without doing the work. And there is a valid use case for Ozempic, absolutely. But if you're a doctor and you're just telling uh, somebody to just go ahead and continue to destroy your health so that you can then go on a drug to correct your health, to fix your health, fuck you, doctor. That is bullshit. Yeah. That is 100% bullshit. And you're right. I'll talk to this woman a little bit further because I do know her pretty well. I have a good relationship with her. Shocked. Not to mention that what if this woman was like, Okay, suppose she she got diabetes and she had to be put on Ozempic. What if it didn't work? What if it was like something that she couldn't take? What if she had really bad reactions to it? You just encourage your client to get diabetes and then now, <laughs> now it's yeah, I, I just can't even, I can't. It's like, it's leaving us speechless. That's how shocking it is for us. Yeah, I, I don't even know what to say. I don't need, I don't either. Just that I'm disappointed. I'm I had to read that twice. That's why I was like, oh yeah, that's crazy. And then I was like, wait a second. Did I, did I just read that she said? She wanted me to get diabetes. And I'm like, oh my God, Matt, that, what the fuck? That's right, nuts. This, I don't know what, I think she's di- pre-diabetic. She was when she was working with us, but she had gotten out of that status. Right. So I don't know if she still is or not. She might be, she, but fuck. That's, that's, you, you can't give them any type of advice, any type of lifestyle management advice to try to correct things. You're, it's just, let's just continue to let things spiral out of control. And then you'll get the help that you need. What happens in the meantime? What if this person has a fucking heart attack when this doctor's telling them to just continue down this downward slide? With their blood pressure, they get high blood pressure, high cholesterol. Like, holy shit. 
I know we weren't prepared to talk about that, but and we're still not because we're we're just dumbfounded that, that that these kind of conversations are actually happening. So if you've so I guess anybody listening, if you've been told advice like this, please let us know too because we will actually. I'm curious, how prevalent is this? How much does this happen? How how often is this happening? Have you gone to a doctor and you've you've heard something similar? Have you been told that you should just go to and get put on Ozempic or whatever the drugs are, yeah. even though you don't need them, even though you don't need them? Did we talk about, remember, I made a video about this when I, I'm having like bots in my comment section that are actually reaching out to followers and saying, hey, I see you follow Beth. Maybe try this. Da, 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 I can help you. And all their shit, it goes right to a website that's selling Ozempic. Black market drugs. Yeah. So you got people on the internet, bots, whatever you want to call them, that'll reach out to you be like, hey, yeah, you not even knowing who these people are, just like, yes, just because they follow me, they must need Ozempic. That's not even the fucking case. Like, why would, why would you, doesn't mean because I am a health and wellness coach, half the people are following me because they want to lose fat. Thankfully, your followers aren't stupid for the most part. No, thank God some of them <laughs> reached out to me and let me know this was going on. So I made, yeah. made a whole video about it, did my own research, but that's nuts. It is. It is. Along that line, something I've seen a lot of is on TikTok Live. You know how TikTok has that TikTok, TikTok shop bullshit? Oh, yeah. Which has really just made me stop using the app altogether. Oh, I fucking, it's fucking hey, so annoying. TikTok now. Like everything is a fucking sponsored post or a TikTok shop. But what I'm seeing and is this CMOS. Everybody on this on TikTok shop and TikTok lives are selling CMOS and with the claims that it's going to help you with literally every fucking thing, health condition in your life. I haven't seen that yet. Probably because I don't stay on there as much either. I just literally make a video and leave. <laughs> I'm going to get myself banned on TikTok because I go onto these people's lives and I just fucking berate them. I'm like, what are like, yeah, I just rip oh into them. Like, I'm like, what, what is this going to help me with? How is it going to help me? How do you know it's going to help me? And they can't answer, of course. They're just reading from a fucking script until finally, until finally I get banned from the live. But, and, and these people are selling it. Like, these people have no fucking clue, no business, no idea about nutrition. Just because TikTok gave them the, op the option and the opportunity to sell shit, they're doing it. And they have found a market that they can do that. It's just, it's like MLMs, but worse at this point, because there's, there's no, there's no barrier to it. There's no barrier to the other stuff to MLM either. That's a good way to put it. I feel you're right. I feel like all those, everyone on TikTok doing the TikTok shop is just one big MLM. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a big scam. Like most of it is in terms of the health and the supplements and shit out there. Absolutely. Like there's some cool stuff that I've came across on TikTok shop for sure. For sure. My fucking son is buying some, some stupid shit on there. You know, he's been buying, he bought some flash frozen Skittles or something like that, you know? Which those are really good. Those are those are good. But he bought those on TikTok. But yeah, it's everybody's doing it. And these people can't answer questions about these supplements that they're selling on their TikTok live because they don't fucking know. They don't know. They're clueless. And people are people. Will this help me lose 10 pounds? Yep. Will this help me with X condition? Yep. Will this help me with this? Yep. That's all. That, of course it will. Of course it will. Because they're selling you a product. They're going to they don't care. They don't care. TikTok doesn't care either. This is this is how TikTok's making money anymore. They because they've been losing money since the beginning of their of, of creating the app. They have not been able to monetize it, but this is how they're doing it now. It's just the fucking wild, wild west of snake oil salesmen out there. I have yet to see the CMOS thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, you see it once and you're probably gonna see it all over. That's probably why I see it because you probably I probably mention it now. I'm gonna open my app, it's gonna be right there. Oh my god, probably. And then everybody that's listening, oh god, I probably this is how shit goes viral, isn't it? You you <laughs> you started it. <laughs> Their phones are listening. Oh my god. <laughs> that's too much. It is too much. Uh, and all it takes is you interacting with one of those videos once. Yeah. Or watching it for longer than three seconds one time. Uh, yeah. It's like, oh, you must like this. You can ban hashtags. So I, I started banning TikTok shop because I'm like, I got to get out of this. I can't I see in this shit. This is everywhere. Mm -hmm, um, mm. But you can ban words and hashtags so you don't see that shit. But That's good to know. That's good. to Yeah. Know. My, my, I got a notification on TikTok though, the other day, Monday, I think. And it said, your screen time for TikTok was zero hours and zero minutes last week. I'm like, fuck yeah. Because I, wow, I didn't get yeah. it all when I was on vacation. So for me, it's at this point, TikTok for me is pretty much dead. I don't know if I'll, if I'll ever take it seriously anymore, but I don't know. There's way too much bullshit on there. I hate it. Yeah. It's not fun. I was thinking earlier too, we need to plan our, our meet and greet. Actually in our challenge, I've been getting asked about that. <laughs> 
what's cool is everyone is like posting episodes of our podcast. I love how our clients and everything, they're kind of connected. And I think I have Nikki is in my challenge now. And I think she took your challenge last time. She did. I, I, I know of a couple of people that went from my challenge to your challenge, which is really cool. I fucking love it, honestly. I love it. Maybe we should do them back to back every time. <laughs> That's pretty awesome, though. But I love how they're sharing episodes and then other people are getting to know our stuff and it gets it out there more. But what was I saying? They were mentioning, oh, they were asking about some of them were from Florida and they're like, Beth and Matt are having a meet and greet. We don't know when. Beth, do you know the date? I'm like, no, I don't know the date yet. And I was like, shit, when Matt comes back, we got to talk about this. All right. Well, we'll talk offline about that and get that. We'll get that ironed out here by the end of the week. So when this podcast episode's out, people will know. I'm guessing the end of March. That would be that would be perfect for me because I'm not ready to start traveling again. We had so much fun when you came last time. We got a lot of content. We did. I, I would love to make some more content like that. Yes. Sure. I thought about reposting some. I've been seeing some of our, like the ones in the woods fucking kill me every time. I'm like, <laughs> let me start reposting that shit because it's hilarious. It is. If nobody so else funny. laughs, at least we laugh at our own shit. I know. <laughs> but we can do a lot of gym workouts. The The content never ends, really. And when we got together last time in Ohio for the Hocking Hills meetup, we didn't really do much content. We, that was kind of hard. We had we had intentions too, but then we're like, you know what? We just need to relax. And then we did that in June when we were in fucking Moab, Utah as right. well. Right. We relaxed there too. <laughs> yeah. Because we had our kids with us. That was fun. And then we got to plan our Portland, Oregon trip. Yeah. This year is going to get away from us if we don't start planning. So, I know. Um, now that my, my January, my crazy January is behind us. I can start putting some more time to this. So. Yeah, no, I'm ready to go. I'm getting back from this trip. Usually something that I struggle with when I come back from a trip is just anxiety and feelings of overwhelmness and, and sadness too, honestly, whatever, when I get back from a trip. But this time I, I, from these last two, I haven't experienced it. And I think it's just a lot of, because of a lot of the work that I've been doing on myself, the inner work, the mental work and everything too, and actually allowing myself to take downtime when I'm on, on my trips and not casting the guilt and shame for taking time off of work. Because that's something I've struggled with in the past is like taking time off and and not feeling guilty for it. Because we're, we're, we're servants at the end of the day. We, we're here to serve and we're here to help people. And when we're, those, when we're that type of person, it's, it's hard to disconnect and disassociate those, those feelings there. But the same things we're, we're, we're trying to convey to our clients and everybody listening is like, you've got to take care of yourself and put yourself first or else you can't, I don't, you can't help others. You're going to burn out at some point. And you and I have been burnt out multiple times um, at separate yeah. different occasions. I'm ready for a vacation. Thankfully, we're, we're, we're learning how to manage all that. Yeah. I told Hunter, I'm like, when I, after the speaking event, I'm fucking taking a week and I'm just, I'm down, I, I, I have to, I have to. You've been working for months now for that. Months. There, there's going to be so many emotions when you're done with that. I would imagine you're going to have a natural high, but then you're also going to feel not empty, but it's been a consistent, like something I've been thinking about for a year now. So to have that done is going to be such a relief because it's so it's my first time ever doing anything like this. And of course I have so much anxiety and pent up, just let's, let's just do this. <laughs> so I don't have to think about it anymore. It's been taking so much brain space. Mm-hmm. Well, that, yeah, I'm glad to hear that you're going to take like a week off afterwards. You need it. You definitely need it. And you and you've oh, earned yeah. it. You deserve it. Mm -hmm. That'll be a nice segue from that trip to Vegas. And then because then you go to Florida, right? So you'll be able to take the first part of the Florida trip and probably take some downtime before I show up. I'm imagining. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll be there. We're leaving a lot. We're leaving in a couple of weeks. Oh, so you'll be leaving from there to go to Vegas. So we'll be leaving here like the 26th or 27th. And then we'll drive to Florida and then we'll have like a week there and then we'll fly from Orlando to Vegas and back. Gotcha. I don't know why I just thought of this, but you, because you take Johnny down with you, right? For for yeah. the entire month. I know people lose their minds when they, when they find out you're taking Johnny out of school for a month to go down there, right? Because I kind of witnessed that myself firsthand when I took Riker on vacation with me last week. Like you're letting him miss a week of school. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck is one week we're going to do? In the grand scheme of things, like I can guarantee you, my son isn't going to remember this one week of school if had he gone 20 years from now. I can guarantee you he will remember this one week of vacation 20 years from now and the life experiences that come with it. Oh, yeah. Do you have any idea? He just experienced so many different types of cultures. 
and types of food and history. Because when we are traveling, when I travel, that's that's important to me. Is I I like to learn about the local cultures and the local history. So we we went and explored museums. We went to fucking forts that are five hundred years old, ruins. Yeah, yeah, like that's real life shit. And you're gonna give me shit because I took him out of school for a week. He's not learning anything in school that week. That nothing that's gonna stick with him for the rest of his life. I believe he probably learned more in the on uh, that trip than he. <laughs> than anything honestly i agree life experience i don't remember shit from eighth grade myself personally me neither <laughs> i don't remember anything from high school like what i don't even yeah know i learned in high school no you they need to be teaching life skills that's life skills that's life experience interacting with other people learning different languages fucking everything showing him that there's more to life than fremont ohio right there's so much more than just this little community that we're from growing it's growth right there mm -hmm. i know it's, it's crazy how people get so i've gotten messages already how can you take your son out of school for that long well because i fucking pay for him to go to a private school i work fucking my ass off so i can actually i don't have to worry about that they're not going to come at me but if he was to go to public school and I, I wouldn't i'd have to homeschool i'd have to file all this shit and it'd be, be a pain in the ass i don't know how we got to that point something i wanted i've been wanting to talk about too is I, we we talked about this briefly a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about my Honduras trip, but like eating while traveling too, because I, <laughs> I have probably eaten between 20 and 30 times in the past month because I've been traveling 20 to 30 meals, two or three times a day have been meals that I haven't prepared myself. I haven't gained weight. I might've even lost a little bit of weight. I didn't get unhealthy. I didn't ruin my health by eating out just by following some simple nutrition strategies. So what are those strategies that we're always talking about on this podcast? Well, right. protein, fiber. Fiber was a really big one for me, actually, especially on this last trip or the, the trip to Honduras, especially. But fiber has been so clutch for me with helping me to feel good, feel satisfied and not gain a bunch of weight. And poop, that's, that's the <laughs> other thing too. Traveling and pooping could be Traveling a problem. Traveling and pooping. People talk, yes, thank you. People- yeah get diarrhea when they're traveling they shit themselves when traveling <laughs> or 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 like my i know some people that don't poop for like a week the on the opposite end of that because their mm -hmm. diet sucks while they're gone yeah yeah so fiber is really really important for that there's a there's a running joke in and in, in our group of friends that we travel with is like well i'm gonna pack like 10 10 pairs of underwear because what if i shit myself every day twice a day <laughs> but, um, fiber has been so monumental for me this this past month with helping me to maintain and stay on track with my goals. I've still been able to eat my favorite foods. I've still had I had dessert multiple times a day still, but because I was getting fruit with almost every meal, or at least with my breakfast and for snacks and things like that, and all of my my plates were built around protein and fiber. I would have. I loaded my plates up with vegetables. Granted, they were sauteed vegetables with all kinds of seasonings and oils and stuff, but I don't care about that, right? Like it, it didn't, that didn't matter to me. I was getting the veg, I was getting the micronutrients, I was getting the fiber and I felt great. I didn't eat to being super full just because the food was there. I ate at a buffet most of those times when I was on the cruise because we had the unlimited food package. Just because I had the unlimited food package doesn't mean I needed to eat unlimited foods. I would, when I went to the buffet, I, it was a big ass plate, but I would get that one plate and that was it. I'd load it up. I'd get my protein, put half of it with, with my, my vegetables. And then I would put my carb source on there. And I was posting this stuff on my Instagram too. So most of the people were, were seeing, a lot of people were seeing the meals that I was making. And or not making, but eating. You can still have those things and still do those things. Just have a few things that you're focusing on with getting those nutrient-dense foods in there. Try to eat high-volume foods with fiber and protein. Yeah. So important. So important. Just because you're traveling doesn't mean you have to, like Matt said, just because he got the whole package, the unlimited, doesn't mean you have to go that route. Mm -hmm. It's still focus on the the basics. For sure, for sure. And on the uh, along those lines too, I also had the unlimited drinks package, which means unlimited alcohol. I definitely had some alcohol. There was one day I did I did get drunk one day while I was there. Disclosure. <laughs> I want to be completely honest with everybody. But there was also a couple of days where I didn't have anything. And then on the other days when I did have something, it was like two or three drinks throughout the course of the day. Because these are things that I allow myself to have if I want them on occasion in moderation. And just because I, I got, that's one thing that I actually received a comment from somebody is, that's what I struggle with. I'm going on a cruise next week and I'm really scared about this. And I'm like, what are you scared about? Like, well, I have this mindset of because I'm paying for it, I have to use it. 
So, so because you're paying for the unlimited food and drink package, that means you're going to drink yourself into oblivion every night and, and, and stuff yourself like a fucking whale every night. That's Why like, like would you clean your play club attitude? Yes, that's exactly. It's diet culture bullshit that we're trying to get people to break away from. It's, it's mind blowing to me. You don't have to eat it just because it's there. You don't have to use that's it. That's all or nothing. We got to get away from that. You guys. Mm-hmm. And because I didn't partake because I wasn't looking at it as like, oh, I can drink as much alcohol as I want. That means I still have, I still felt good. It means, cause we had a lot yeah. of early mornings. We had a lot of seven o'clock, seven thirty port calls to go out on our excursions, which means waking up at six or six thirty, And we were an hour ahead there. So that was even a little bit harder to wake up early. Had I been drinking heavily every night, that, that would not have worked out. Then I would have stayed sleeping in. I would have felt like shit. I would have ate like shit. So like this, it would have had this big compound, this big compound action there. So just because it's there doesn't, you, doesn't mean you need to use it. Like balance is a beautiful thing. Moderation is a beautiful thing. And I encourage anybody listening to find out what balance looks like for you. Find out what moderation looks like for you. Yeah. I don't think people really know. And that's why it's funny because when people are like, yeah, I drink in moderation. Well, for me, moderation was a bottle of wine a night. And I right. used to say that. I'd be like, yeah, I drink in moderation. My moderation was fucking distorted. So any everyone could say, yeah, it was moderation. But what, is that, what is, does that actually mean to you? Yes, moderation is different for everybody. Fucking kidding yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's different for everybody, but are you being honest with yourself about what your moderation right. is? Right. Yeah. Sorry, but a bottle of wine a night is not moderation. No. No, no for sure. No. <laughs> on alcohol, I got a I got another um good comment this morning on my post as well. She said because I asked what what are people struggling with and she said alcohol. That's literally the only thing standing in between me and my goals turning 40 soon and think I need to try this thing called being sober. So I love I love this comment because this woman commented and she's aware that alcohol is the only thing standing in between in her goals. So that's like the one thing that she can work on. So I said, you can do this. Start with a 30 day dry challenge and go from there. She said, I think I can do that. So I'm going to I'm going to message her in a couple of days, see how it's going, make sure she's well with it. But like, yeah, start, start, start there. If you're questioning that, if you think that's what's holding you back, then examine that. And I can think of a few other people that I've talked with in the past too. I always get this question is, can I still lose fat drinking alcohol? How much alcohol can I still lose? Can I, can I drink and still lose fat? And like, you're kind of asking the wrong questions. If you're, if you're asking me how you can still lose fat while making wine and alcohol a part of your life, I think our priorities are, are wrong there. Yeah. There's a good saying I'm going to find actually Iris has it on one of her posts about alcohol. Yeah. Alcohol and your goals. I got to find it. Cause I keep remember, I want to remember this saying that she had at the end of it. Let's see. Real self-care is nourishing, not numbing. Mm, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. So numbing with lots of different things, food. Yeah, it could be food. Yeah, exactly. Alcohol. And then I always go back to Eric Roberts episode that we had, like with when we were talking about alcohol that and fat loss, it's like, do your actions match your goals? You say you want to lose fat, but you're drinking every night. Your, your actions aren't meeting that goal. Saving calories to fit alcohol in at night. So you're literally starving yourself so you can drink at night. That, that doesn't make sense to me. That is also not nourishing. That's numbing. And that is not taking your actions to match your goals. Absolutely. There's a lot to think about with that stuff. For sure. Yeah, that is a great episode we did with Eric. That was so early on. Um, yeah. I think we're probably going to repost on that one here soon, I think. When we were talking about what episodes we wanted to do as our Cut the Crap Classics selects, I should say. That's one of them. We're going to have to start banking episodes. We, we need to start doing that again, for sure. It's been a crazy year. We were, we were, we used to be so good with banking episodes. I know. We also have people that we need to get on the podcast. And I was supposed to send calendar invites and I never did. Yeah. We're, we want to get um, doc, Dr. Josh on here to talk about ADHD, which that's exciting. And then we're going to get some, I think her name is Allie to talk about menopause. I love you. We're definitely gearing up to, to get some more guests back on the show. I think we had a nice little break, I think, from having guests, but I'm, I'm ready to talk with some more people on the podcast. Yeah, I want to get some more educational stuff for sure. As much as I love ranting, I do love to. I, now that we had some time off of focusing on guests because it was getting exhausting. We were doing a lot of guests, Matt. I think that's we just got burnt out on interviewing probably really because that's it. That's it's a it's some work. And we started this to, to be fun and educational and informative for our follow for our community. But for mm-hmm. us, like the, the the stress of constantly worrying about guests and following up with guests and stuff, it started to feel like work for us. 
And then you you have to research your guests. You can't just tell you like, yeah, come on my podcast and know nothing about them. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's investment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Podcast is still doing well. It's 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 incredible to see. Like we're being we're so consistent, like with the numbers that we're putting up and everything. So we it's it's amazing that our our community still cares about what we're having to say and that they're still listening, still spreading the word. But thank you for everybody that's sharing. What what's wild to me is like we were we were just in Barbados last week, and it's cool because we we're we're trending on the Barbados charts, like in oh, the top, right. like in the top three or top five every week now for a long time. I'm like, who the hell's listening to us in Barbados? Who's there? Just just start running around the island. Are you listening to my podcast? <laughs> right, 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 I'm here. <laughs> What's your banner? We went to this cool place when we were in Barbados called the the Boatyard. You pay like 30 bucks. It's a, it's a, a beach bar. You pay like 30 bucks. You get in, you get entrance, you get a beach chair, a beach umbrella. They also have like an adult playground in the water. So they've got like a big blow up slide and they've got a trampoline in the water and it includes snorkeling. So that was a cool little excursion that we How did. How fun. So shout out to the boat yard in Barbados. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of fun. Riker loved it. Cause they had a, they had a, a rope swing that you could do off of the dock there and everything. So yeah, very cool. That, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Is there anything else we want to talk about today? Is there any rant and raven that we that we were wanting to do? I know we kind of did our thing about Ozempic and that doctor. I can't think of anything else at this moment. Okay. I think that's a good way to end it then. You and I will get to work and plan the uh, meet and greets that we have. Yeah, stay up. tuned, you guys. We will promise get those dates out. <laughs> we will. First, we'll do the Florida one and then we'll work Florida on the Florida first one. and then we'll work out the rest. Hell yeah. Yeah, we got to find a place in Florida that's that's near Cocoa Beach, and that is actually hikeable. So if anybody hears knows of anything, let us know. But we're going to start. We, we might as far find as Orlando. Yeah, we could definitely go to Orlando. Yeah. Not at all. Oh, we need to we need to touch base with Zach Cohen. Oh yeah. While yeah. we're there, see if He's we can. In Tampa, right? Yeah. See if we can get together with him. Yeah. We talked about it so long now. We did. All right, Beth. Talk to you later. Talk to you later, everybody. Bye. Hope you enjoyed this episode. So why not share it with a friend who needs to hear it? Send us a DM on Instagram or email us at cutthecrappod at gmail.com and join our Patreon at patreon.com slash cutthecrappodcast. As always, we appreciate you and thanks for being here.